welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. And now we're in our second year. We publish these stories on iTunes, on Google Play, and on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and in print with publications including the State Journal and the Exponent Telegram. We have one of the largest combined podcast audiences in West Virginia, and with our partner news websites and social media throughout West Virginia, including wvnews.com, we reach thousands and thousands of listeners and readers each week. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our listeners with these inspirational business stories. And all of our guests each week are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia. And we can all learn a lot from their experience and stories. This week, we're going to learn about Lincoln Kincaid and his company, Dynamic Physical Therapy, which is now doing business as Physical Therapy Therapy and Balance Centers. And that's physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, therapy and balance centers with multiple locations throughout North Central West Virginia. Lincoln, are you ready to get down to business? I'm excited, Jim. Let's do this. All right, Lincoln. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast show to talk about your company. Lincoln Kincaid is a physical therapist, and he's also a consummate entrepreneur. Lincoln is the founding owner of Dynamic Physical Therapy, which is now doing business as Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. Having been self-employed since the age of 11, Lincoln has been in the business of improving lives in West Virginia residents from lawn care services to quality student rentals, housing developments, and fitness ventures, to his ultimate purpose of helping his patients as a physical therapist. Lincoln has a love for West Virginia and its people. And I can attest to that personally. I've I've used his physical therapy expertise in healing my body as well. Uh, Lincoln's been a longtime friend and just a a guy that I really admire as an entrepreneur, as a business leader, and just as a great human being. Lincoln, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Jim, I want to thank you for your kind words in the introduction there. And, yeah, just to fill in the gaps a little bit, I wake up inspired every day to do what I do as a physical therapist and now as a business leader within the, the world of, of physical therapy. Yeah. Uh, I, I am the founding owner of Dynamic Physical Therapy. We've been doing business for 15 years. We have six offices, and now we've got this uh, new really exciting thing going on where we're transitioning uh, to become physical therapy and balance centers. It's going to give us the ability to impact an entirely different demographic portion of West Virginia right now, in addition to the thousands of people we get to serve every month anyway. Yeah, Lincoln. So, so tell us a little bit about, how, I mean, how did you get started in, in, the, in the PT business? How did you become a physical therapist? What got you into that whole line of work? Well, Jim, I, coming through high school, uh, I was always very active, played multiple sports. I was fortunate 
never to have any in, uh, any injuries. And I, I knew that I wanted to do something uh, in the medical field. Um, I wasn't sure what it was going to be, though. Uh, I, I knew I didn't want to spend eight or 10 or, or 12 years of my life pursuing uh, a medical degree. I'm, I had a high school sweetheart who I'm still happily married to today, and I knew mm-hmm. that I didn't want to put my life on hold for that long. And that's uh, when I discovered physical therapy. And you know what? Since it's been really love at first sight from the first time I ever walked into a physical therapy clinic to do some volunteer hours as a freshman in college, I'm like, yep, I'm in the right place. I know this is what I want to do, and my love and passion for the profession and for the patients I serve continues to grow every year. Yeah, that's awesome. Lincoln, so in 30 seconds, give us your 30-second elevator pitch for what it is you do. Jim, I improve people's lives. A lot of people hear physical therapy. They think about stretching. They think about painful things that have been done to them, and that's all part of it. But at the end of the day, what I want to do is help you do the things that are really important to you. Mm-hmm. If you have a physical if you have a physical impairment or a pain that prevents you from doing the meaningful activities in life, I want to step in and I want to be your guide and the path to recovery so you can do the activities that are most meaningful to you. Maybe it's return to sport for you personally. Maybe it's being able to sit in the bleachers and watch your grand your grandchild or child play a soccer game, Mm -hmm. Um, or or maybe it's just going out in the yard and and playing um, football with your son. Uh, That's what I do. That's the fun part of what we do is give people back the important parts of their life. Well, Lincoln, you obviously have a passion for what you do. I mean, that that comes across. Anybody listening to this right now can, can sense that. What would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now? Oh, Jim, without a doubt, it is this transition to physical therapy and balance centers. Um, we, we've always done balance and dizziness to a small degree. Mm-hmm. But right now, with our move to, um, to physical, it's spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L. It's spelled different because we are different. Mm. We have a different approach. We have a different approach to the balance and dizzy, dizziness treatment. I mean, we are light years ahead of what's being done in the rest of the industry as far as our protocols for helping people really live a safer life. Uh, If you're somebody that is at risk of falling or you have fallen in the past, I mean, we've got specific protocols we're going to put you through to get you back to being as safe as you can be uh, wherever it is. If you're at home, if, uh, if you're, you know, currently at, um, at, at uh, an extended living uh, unit where, where you live with other elderly people. You know mm-hmm. what? We still want to make you, you healthy there. Yeah. So, so, so Lincoln, with regard to this, this whole concept of the balance center and the, you know, like you were talking about the dizziness, is that, is that an intrinsic trait to the senior citizens, elderly population, or is it, is it anybody that fits that, that demographic? Well, really what we have here, Jim, is, is two different demographics. Yeah. Certainly, it, it's well-documented as far as the balance part goes. As people get older, um, our strength can deteriorate, our joint, uh, how far are, are we able to move our joints starts to change a little bit, and gravity just takes a toll on us after 60 or 70 years. 
So what we really do is step in and try to figure out what's going on. Is there a strength problem? Is there an endurance problem? Or is there a problem with the communication system where your your feet and your knees and all of the, the nerves tell your brain what's going on? And mm. we've got lots of ways to help those people. And then the second population is the dizzy population. Yeah. Jim, a lot of people a lot of people are, are familiar with what we call BPPV, um, benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. That's a mouthful, so we just say BPPV. Yeah. That's where the the, crisp, the crystals in your ear can get out of place, uh, and that's that's one small piece of what we do. But I really want people to know that it's a very specific treatment because they you have three semicircular canals on each side of your in each ear. And depending on where those crystals are, there are up to nine different techniques that might need to be used to get those crystals back in the correct place. But we also go beyond that. That's the easy part of the the dizziness. You know, Mm -hmm. we help people that have experienced uh, acoustic neuromas or, um, you know, infections in the ear, uh, meniers, uh, vestibular neuritis, lots of hard things that make people feel really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're fortunate to be able to help those people. Yeah, that's uh, that, there's no, no doubt that there's a lot of enthusiasm because you've got a lot of things going on. Lincoln, to share with our audience, like, you know, you've got multiple locations. Tell, let's you know, fill everybody in on where, where are these locations. And, and you're in a transition between dynamic and physical right now. So where are your locations? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. It, in the Morgantown area, we have three locations. Westover, which is where I opened up 15 years ago, mm-hmm. about three quarters of a mile from the interstate, uh, exit 152. And then we've got a brand new office in Star City. We've been over in kind of the heart of Morgantown and the medical campus, but the traffic was horrendous over there. And we had the opportunity to move to Star City. So we've got a brand new office right across from the post office on University Avenue. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got an office over in Saberton, um, which is, it's just, it's our largest facility. We have a pool there. It's a great location. Yeah. We also have an office on, um, in, in Fairmont on Locust Avenue. Great. We have an office in Bridgeport on Doctors Drive. So you go up Orchard and make your first left on the Doctor's Drive right across from the swimming pool in Bridgeport. Yep. And then we we have an office in Jane Lou. We are actually, in as you start to enter the industrial park in Jane Lou, we are right across from the, the post office there also. Great. So you got six locations all, all throughout north central West Virginia, which makes it very convenient. So... Lincoln, you know, you, you've been a, an entrepreneur uh, for, for most of your life. So I, I think in, in your intro, I say since the age of 11, you've been, you've been uh, doing your thing. You know, even though this is positively West Virginia, I think it's often a good thing to kind of take people back to your worst business moment. I think there's a lot that can be learned from those experiences. Can you tell us a, a little bit about your worst business moment so far? <laughs> yeah, I sure can. It's just even thinking about this, I start to get this, this pit in my stomach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard John Maxwell say, if you don't learn a lesson the next time, you know, God will use a bigger hammer. And this has happened to me a couple of times. It's when I remember the very first time I'd been really busy and I, I, I overcommitted with staff and I had this great young lady who worked for me and I had to go to her and say, you know what? I'm sorry, we're not busy enough. 
um, I'm going to have to let you go. And then that same thing happened uh, 11 years later um, mm. in, in my uh, 12th year of business. You, yeah. you, I, I thought I was busy, thought I could sustain, and things dropped off, and I had to let somebody go. And that's just it's heart-wrenching because I take those commitments to my employees. They are family, and I take it very serious. Yeah. Their paycheck feeds them and their family. So, yeah, I guess just got that feeling in my stomach now, Jim. Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> sure thing. Sure. Well, what what would you say is your your takeaway from that from the you know that, that kind of an experience? What, what what's the lesson really that is the big takeaway from that? Uh, for me, it's simple. It's don't ever take your foot off the gas. Mm. Keep keep the marketing efforts going. I think that's. That's the danger with everybody. They get to a point where they're busy, so they take their eye off of marketing and advertising and reaching out to the people that already like, know, and trust them. And you know, things start to, to, to go downhill, and if you don't catch them early enough, it can put you in a really bad place. So keep your foot on the gas. That's easy. Yeah, absolutely. Lincoln, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in the state of West Virginia? Oh, it's absolutely our people. Uh, I, I love West Virginia. I love our people. Uh, I love the patients that I interact with every day. You know, I just hear so many stories of people that, you know, are living a better life now. Right. And they're just so warm and engaging. And I just, I love coming to work. You know, I love, in, in my line of business, Jim, and outpatient physical therapy, I've worked with everybody from a, a six-week-old baby with torticollis to people in you know centurions 102 103 years old just great variety but what is always the same is the phenomenal character uh, of the people i get to get a treat yep absolutely lincoln i want to take a second just to mention some of the incredible sponsors that we have for positively west virginia and they are the state journal wvnews.com interaction media united bank and mylan It's the support we receive from these organizations that allows us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. And our guest today is Lincoln Kincaid. He's the owner of Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. That's the new name for the company that he founded uh, 15 years ago, Dynamic Physical Therapy. So Lincoln, I want to get back into it. Uh, what, what What do you say is the vision for physical? therapy and balance centers what I mean you, you got this game plan you're rolling you got six locations in West Virginia you're killing it you're you're helping thousands of people what's the vision long term uh, Jim the, the vision is easy for me I want to continue to grow and expand the services of physical therapy um, both physical therapy as a, as a generic term for all physical therapists and specifically for physical I mean we're we're working as a, as a brand to create the largest company in the United States with brand awareness from coast to coast. Um, you know, in, in five years from now, I want people, when they think of physical therapy, I want them to think of F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L yeah. uh, because we are so well known from, from coast to coast. Um, you know, personally, I want to continue to grow myself in West Virginia. I plan to continue opening up different locations. I want to see other franchisees come into West Virginia because this has really been a a game changer really for me and how I think about business Mm -hmm. because every time somebody else anywhere in the company opens up 
a physical therapy clinic and it's it's a physical therapy and balance center, you know what? That's that's a bonus for me. That's a boost for me because uh, eventually we're going to fill in the gaps and everybody is going to know our name. Uh, So just more growth for me uh, and more growth for our profession. Yeah, it's kind of the uh, the Ray Kroc McDonald's, if, if you will, um, model of, you know, that consistency in branding across the country, right? I mean, not to compare you with McDonald's, but I'm saying that that, that model of consistency and expertise in brand reputation. Yeah, absolutely. And physical has experts in, in dizziness and balance where We've got expertise in, in orthopedics, you know, treating spines, treating shoulders, hips, and knees. That's kind of the bread and butter. Uh, but, you know, we really have cutting-edge technology and education uh, in physical therapy. So it's exciting. Well, Lincoln, you know, um, for those those of our audience uh, who may not know this, but Lincoln and I, uh, along with uh, another gentleman a couple of years ago, uh, co-authored a book on physical therapy, practice management, and survival, you know, th- you know, how, teaching a physical therapy practice how to survive through marketing and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So you, you know, you've actually wrote a book on this stuff, you know, and how to, how to grow these practices and, and so forth. So you, not only do you know physical therapy, but you know how to, and, and, and coming at it from the patient's perspective and understanding their goals, understanding their needs, providing therapeutic uh, treatments f- to get them better, right, and improving their life. But you actually know how to run practices. You know how to run a company and build a multi-location physical therapy practice, not just here in West Virginia, but you've helped others around the country do that. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business people, whether you know whether they're an entrepreneur, maybe thinking about buying a company or starting starting out on a you know, taking their side hustle to full-time. What, what, what's one piece of advice you would give those folks, Lincoln? I just think, Jim, you've got to continue to grow. Um, for me, you know, I, I'm dedicated to growth every day. Yeah. If you're sitting out there thinking, you know what, I would like to open an office someday, but I'm not sure what to do. There are lots of ways and areas you can plug in and become parts of different mastermind groups, mm. uh, certain yeah, certainly as as a physical therapist in the in the private practice setting, which is what we do, where you know we're we're independently owned and operated. Patients come to us. You know, the the American Physical Therapy Association has a private practice section. We have our own meeting, and there are just a lot of smart people that you can get in contact with, and they've actually got um, systems set up and education set up to help people thinking about opening a business. A physical therapy business take that next step what's involved mm-hmm. uh, from you know the first step to the last step of, of opening a business but sure you got to be dedicated to growth you know I, I tell my clinic directors your containers got to be bigger next year than it is this year because I need you to, to know more stuff and be better yep absolutely what's what's one general piece of advice you would give to entrepreneurs I mean you've been doing uh, you know, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial ventures all of your adult life. What what's one piece of advice you would give overall? Just be dedicated uh, to growth and to expansion as a person, but not exclusively just in the area of business. Yeah, Jim. You know, you and I have a lot of friends who 
who have gone through a lot of hard times because they dedicated their entire life to business. Yep. And you can only, you can, my, my belief is I can only be as good in business as I am husband and father, as I am spiritually connected to my creator and as well as I take care of my body, all yep. of those will be a weight that will drag me down and will drag you down and anybody else. Um, if, if they think they can just focus on their business and everything's going to be fantastic. Wow. That's, that's so huge. What you just said right there. Great, uh, great information. Great, great uh, advice as well. Lincoln, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, it, it's, it's very easy for me. There's going to be a couple sentences to explain it. Uh, but I, you know, I've got some morning rituals I go through. Yeah. Um, I'm part of a, a movement that's called Wake Up Warrior, um, and every day I've got core four I go through before I hit the door. Um, so, you know, every day I get up, and I, I want to grow in the four areas I just mentioned to you. So I get up in the morning, and I I send a, a, a text or a video message or write a, a, a note, a love note for my wife and one of my daughters, so I'm growing as a dad and a husband. Uh, I I either read 10 pages in a book or listen to a podcast, and then I take that immediately and I put it out to my clinic directors to help them grow. Um, I'm going to do, I exercise every single morning. Uh, it's at a minimum 10 minutes or it might be an hour workout, and I take in a green smoothie, and then I want to grow spiritually. I'm either going to spend time in meditation, prayer, and then journal. I do those every day, not as a checkoff list, but I go into them with the attitude of, I want to grow, I want to be better at the end of this hour than I am going into it. Wow. That's huge. And, and, and I know you've been committed to that for some time. So is it, it, how hard is it to get into you know, those kinds of habits? I mean, obviously, you can't just start and all of a sudden it's simple, right? You've been dedicated to those kinds of things. How hard is it to, to have that discipline? It, it is, it's very hard at times. Um, and I encourage people, if you're going to do something like this, start small. Just say, you know what, I'm going to get up. If you're a person of faith, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to read a chapter in the Bible and I'm going to pray. If you uh, are a person that likes to meditate, say, I'm going to get up, I'm going to meditate for five minutes and I'm going to journal. Um, mm-hmm. Just start small and, and grow and then you can add one little piece every day but you know for me uh, the meditation the journaling has been really huge i've never been a writer i really don't like to write but after you start it it almost becomes addictive yeah. um so start small start small and, and grow from there but set the clock listen you are when, when, when that alarm clock goes off everything in the world is going to want to lie to you and say you don't need to get out of the bed the pillow is going to say I'm warm. You don't need to get up. The sheets are going to say, I'm holding you down. Don't get up. You got to get up. You got to grow. I love it, man. That That's uh, that's some huge, huge advice right there. I appreciate you sharing that with us a little deeper than uh, the normal uh, that we would go. What's one resource, Lincoln, that you use in your business that you just can't live without? Uh, without a doubt, it's, it's Google Docs. We share everything back and forth. Uh, from our daily team meetings to uh, monthly meetings and goals and 
So I'd be lost without Google Docs. Yeah, huge. What uh, What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs and business people? You know, I, I've I read about a book or book and a half a month, and so when I saw this question, I'm like, gosh, I don't even know which one to really pull off the shelf. Uh, but I think I, I, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I think it's it's very vital in understanding the difference in an employee and a business owner. I mean, without a doubt, if you haven't read it, read it. Yeah, that's a great one. And on our uh, on our website, positivelywv.com, on our resource section, we have. Uh, books that uh, every one of our guests uh, have recommended, and I can't remember if that one's on there or not, but I'm sure uh, it will be after this episode. Uh, and you can go on; people can go on there and just click, and they can just purchase it right from Amazon. It's pretty cool. Lincoln, you've you've been a, a West Virginian all your life. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Pine Grove, West Virginia. It's yep. at the bottom of the northern Panhandle in Wetzel County. Yep, Wetzel County. You, you you were born in West Virginia. You've lived in West Virginia. You got your business here, raised your family here. This is kind of a, a an interesting question I like to ask, but if there's anybody that you could meet in West Virginia who could help your business, who would it be? Well, you know, right now, I, I would have to say uh, Albert Wright, president and CEO of WVU Health Systems. I mean, if we look at the size and scope of WVU Health, what they're doing for the residents, you yeah. know, I feel like he probably has a master plan uh, in his head of how um, health care in West Virginia is going to continue to be delivered. So just to pick his brain and see kind of where we're going in this state would, would be pretty neat. Yeah. Well, we're about making connections, so we'll see if we can make that one happen as well. So that's pretty cool. Lincoln, uh, what's... Uh, What's a way that that folks who who may have heard you talking here today and reading reading about this uh, in the State Journal or one of the newspaper partners that we have, how, what's the best way for folks to uh, connect with you? Um, it probably is going to be email. It's the uh, easiest way for for me to get back to people. Yeah. Um, and my my email address is l as in Lincoln, so it's l dot kincaid. K I N K A D E at physical.com. F Y Z I C A L.com. Yep. And we'll make sure we have a, a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, they have a web, you have a website that people can go to? Um, yes, we do. Right now we are in transition uh, to the new website because everything with physical is not going to be rolled out until uh, the end of March. So right now I still send people to dynamicpt.org. Cool. And we'll have a link to that in your in your website. You guys are uh, all over social media and stuff like that, Facebook and uh, and so forth. So we'll make sure we put all those links up for for anybody who wants to go and check you out and, and learn more about it. Lincoln, is there anything uh, in the last half hour that I have not covered that you'd like to mention? Uh, just in, in thinking about one thing, Jim, and this is really for the for the better health of West Virginia, whether you are in an area where I have a clinic or not, physical therapy is a valuable service. Many people do not know that in the state of West Virginia, you do not have to have a prescription to see a physical therapist. Right. So some insurance is still required, but if you have Blue Cross Blue Shield, PEIA, Medicare, or Humana, 
You do not need a prescription. Uh, if you've got a pain or an ache, you know, call the local physical therapist and schedule an appointment because they can absolutely change your life. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great place to start, especially uh, when your body's hurting and you, you, you want to get back to your life. Uh, definitely recommend Lincoln Kincaid and his team. Yeah, I, I didn't even ask you, how many employees do you have now? We have 27 full-time employees and probably another 20 part-time employees. That's awesome, man. So you you are definitely a great example of, of somebody who can, you know, who not only has, um, has done it over the years and, and done it right, and you've learned a lot of things, but you're sharing your knowledge with people. You're uh, really making an impact, putting people to work, creating jobs, and, and most importantly, uh, helping people, your patients, uh, get back to doing the things that they want to do. And, and, uh, and I just, you know, that's awesome. And I just want to say, you know, I, I, it's my honor to know you and uh, call you my friend. And just thank you for being on the show today. This has been huge and just really great stuff. And I appreciate you being on. Oh, Jim, it's been an honor to come on. You know, you're one of my, one of my dear friends. I've learned so much from you. It's really a privilege to be on here and, and share a little bit about what we do. Awesome, man. Well, Thanks again. I appreciate it. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. And I just want to give a shout out, an extra shout out to United Bank. They just uh, renewed for our second year uh, being a sponsor for the podcast. So we all the folks at United Bank, we really appreciate your support and the opportunity to help share these positive stories. As we continue on our journey to help share these positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Lincoln Kincaid and his new brand, Physical Therapy and Balance Centers, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, we're going to get make sure everybody knows that. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate all of your positive encouragement and comments uh, out there. Uh, Thank you guys for all that. It means a lot to us as a team. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well, such as Facebook and LinkedIn, Instagram. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.